Hi, Paul. Hey, Richard. Summer, how you doing? How's your portfolio? Oh, hey, uh, good to see you too. My portfolio is fine. I, I had a close family friend, brilliant person, um, and uh, he passed away, older guy, and uh, he'd been a day trader for years, obsessed, and there wasn't that much money. Hmm. Like, and like a, a brilliant person, if he had socked that in an index fund, he, he would have had like 10x. The he was enjoying the sport. He was gambling, well, essentially. I, he, he was superior. You know, he'd bring in the information and he would read research reports and and uh, yeah. and he would make a decision because he was going to outsmart those those dummies. And and it's, it comes down to information, right? Like, I mean, having information that you think others don't have is the perceived advantage, right? Like, Look, I did more research than you. I know everything about quantum physics and things are coming and I'm invested and you don't know anything, right? Look, you, you gave me good advice when we were, um, or you sort of told a story. And again, not investment advice, but you were like, look, the agency is doing well. You know, you got to do something with that money. Yeah. And I was like, what's, wh- how do you break things down? And you went, look, all of our risk is in the business that we are running. Yeah. Uh, everything else should be pretty boring. That's right. That's right. right. Uh, we have a startup. And uh, the startup is incredibly risky just yes. by its nature, right? Yes. Like it doesn't have customers yet. So, yeah. so it's not like a, it's not like a carpet supply firm that Correct. you know that's been around for twenty years that we're buying and looking for certain results or real estate. It's very risky. So everything that's else right. should probably be pretty boring. And then you know eventually you might be like, I'm really interested in nuclear fusion or yep. or. Um, wristwatches with holograms. So I'm going to throw a couple dollars on the table, right? But you know, it's funny, Paul. I, we keep coming. It's almost the like overarching theme of this podcast. There are no shortcuts. No, no. The American again account- and again, we learn that there are no shortcuts, right? Um, it, and it, the way through is always hard. Like I see success on the other side of the startup, but man, if I thought it was a straight line, I'd lose my mind. Actually, I know it's not going to be a straight line. But I'm going to counter that. We say this a lot. There are no shortcuts. And I think that that is the right attitude if you are building something. Don't assume a shortcut. However, I'm going to say two things. One is there kind of are, and you should always be looking for them. And I'm going to give you some examples. After many, many years of really hard work, um, a medication showed up that helped me rapidly lose weight, which was something I, I had a lot of struggle with. The people who put the work in to make the meditation were not able, or the medication were not able to find any shortcuts. No, it took twenty years. But it was an immense shortcut for me. I've lost the yes. way before. Yes. Um, when we are building software, we're trying to build shortcuts for other people. Yes. 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 So, yes. So your actual job, yes, there are no shortcuts, but you should be looking for and creating shortcuts for others whenever you can. Look, the the investment advisory world, the investment um, uh, research world. What is that? That is essentially people telling other people, if you give me a little bit of money, I can whisper in your ear and show you a shortcut. Well, this is the entirety of American finance is built on people searching for shortcuts and saying. If you get to them in the next five and a half minutes, I can make you a lot of money. After that, everybody knows. Absolutely. Right? Exactly. I mean, there are laws, by the way. If you have actual insider information, 
Like if a pharmaceutical company has a breakthrough um, and you go and you, you hear about it because you work for the pharma, pharma pharmaceutical company and then you go out and you log on to your E-Trade account and buy a bunch of stock, you'll go to jail. That's yes. insider trading. Yes. Uh, you effectively you're cheating because well, it's a shortcut. The market can't be fair. The market, yeah, exactly. You know, and exactly. we ha- we have to have something that at least approaches a fair market in That's order, right. or otherwise someone just grabs all the money. That's right. And and, and, and so what over. you have is this industry that effectively tries to gather circumstantial evidence, and it calls it research. It's like we see a trend in Idaho. Moms and dads seem to be buying more expensive strollers and the trend is upward. So we recommend, we think, they don't even recommend. They say, we see this becoming a $3 billion stroller That's market right. by 2029. Get in there. Up, up comes the chart. Up comes the chart. And you yeah. know, you there are they're, they're organizations, that's all they do. Like Forrester and Gartner, they're always talking about trends. They love a quadrant. Industry trends and whatnot. And there are... Every single sector has its research groups around energy, around medic medicine, et cetera. Et so cetera. let's get to the advice portion of this because I think this is. Yeah, let's talk to the normal person. Let me. I mean, that well, person's doing well. Here, they, they have a good. They're professional. They live in Philly. Uh, they 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 have a good four hundred one k. I have a principle. That person's not going to buy those research reports. What should that person do? I have a principle to share because I spent a lot of my career kind of looking at stuff like that and going, I wonder what's in there. Should I have a Bloomberg terminal? <laughs> oh my goodness! You know, oh, you become a cartoon character when you think about uh, uh, investment. Uh, that's what I often do. Okay, yeah. so this is a principle that I, has held me really well as I have actually interacted with really powerful institutions and had access to more and more Mm -hmm. of that data and worked as a journalist and all that stuff. There's no secret information. You actually don't know much less than Jeff Bezos does. That's right. Like you could, you could extrapolate about 80 or 90% of what Jeff Bezos knows just by like going to the Amazon webpage. Yes. Now that last 20% is real time and it's about networks and it's about who's going to do what. It's about no shortcuts. Exactly. That is a, that is a a leader who would be like, Oh, Oh, there's the fire. I guess we'll have to walk through it to see what, see if we can get through. And he has 20,000 people who fan out directly from him who he can basically tell any five of them go do something. That's right. And the other, you know, many thousands will line up and do it. That's right. So it's power plus knowledge that matters. And there is some secret knowledge, but not a lot. Not a lot. I I think, look, uh, I think what you have with certain people, I mean, I think this is consistent with most very, very like moonshot successful people is they're absolutely brutal in the room. When you come to them and say, I have a product idea for Amazon, it is just the hardest 40 minutes of your life because they own, you are working out of a state of failure, right? And, and Jobs was, Steve Jobs was known for this. Bezos was known for this. I mean, you it is just a rough, rough room. Why? Because they're actually incredibly pessimistic about it all. And you have to show them that one glimmer of hope that makes them want to bet on it, right? Amazon had many failures. It's worth noting. They do bet a lot. And oh, they're yeah. known for that. There's like a dog with an iPad scotch taped to its head. Have you ever seen that thing? Oh, yeah. They, I don't think that ever uh, made there, it to There's market. a lot of... Pro- yeah, no, the Amazon phone. Look, yeah. <laughs> I will say like... what a phone at one point. You know the secret superpower to, to anyone. I, I've, I've seen yeah. this. It's it's And I, I really struggle with this. You struggle with it less. 
the most successful people seem to have not not necessarily the super genius zillionaires, but the ones who sort of function in the world and get everything. Yeah, they seem to have no ability to metabolize shame. Like, like it'll be like, hey, oh, yeah, yeah, hey, Rich, that's the dumbest idea ever I ever heard. And you would go, not you, but like you in that room, if you were the one of these people, go like, cool, boss. Yeah. Yeah, 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 they just keep going, right? <laughs> They're just whereas things that would absolutely send me under my desk, trembling in shame, even at my advanced age, they'll be like, "That's a great framing." That's another characteristic. Some are just. They're real smart and they're, they're thinking on their feet and, they, and the diligence is real time. It's literally like you're going through what would be three months of due diligence in like 40 minutes and it's a brutal, brutal experience. Do, do you want to know my value? And you have very, you have much less sense of shame than I do. You more, you hustle harder. That's real. Yes. But here is my superpower and why our relationship works. I have a very powerful sense of shame. I need the product to be right. The, the essay has to be perfect. There can be yes. no errors. I'm compulsive about it. Yeah. It's, people see me as kind of casual, but I'm very obsessive. Yeah. But once I no longer feel shame and actually feel excited and motivated about it by the thing. Once you believe in the thing. I am one of the more glorious storytellers in a room. Absolutely. Okay. And Absolutely. that's just like... But it takes time to get you there. And notice, I'm good. At, I just told you, I, I just complimented myself at a yeah. level that is absolutely untoward because I really do believe it. I know no, that no, no. It's real. Your process is different than mine. It is. But mine is like, I will put a summer dress on a dog and tell you this is one of the most beautiful, rare species of dog you've ever seen. Absolutely. And the dog will be wearing a hat. No, that's right. That is exactly... I will do that. I... <laughs> I, but once I believe, so what's funny with our product, you take more time. I got to believe you got to believe. I got to believe. And then once I believe I'm all in and you know what yeah. that, what, what that's an artifact. I'm a very, very loyal person. I'm very trusting and it has burned the living crap out of me over the course of my life. Okay. And so I'm very aware of this aspect of myself. And so I'm careful about where I go in. I, I yes, but, exactly. And I think I do think it's why we work well together. I also think well, there's that, a lot of trust. I trust you. And you yeah. know that if I if I if I won't budge, yeah. you, you stop pushing. I do. Yep. I do. I can see it. I can know I can see it. You're, I, I you're think not, your you're, observation about shame as a key ingredient to success is profound. If you have less shame, you will succeed unbelievably. And you can be an incredibly ethical person. You yeah. in fact you sometimes they are. Do you know who's one of the most shameless business people and extremely successful Elon Musk he's in, he has absolutely no God, shame he has absolutely no, Donald Trump had no shame yes zero i think look i think what you're saying when you say no shame you're also saying like they have an almost fantastical belief in the thing they no. don't even know how they're going to get there but they believe in it down to their soul right people who do well yeah, put differently, it's not that they have no shame because when you say they have no shame, what you mean is they really care about how others perceive them and, and, and they don't want to look bad in front of others. People who do well, who like chase the thing, don't see other people. They just don't see it. Like yeah, I was reading uh, uh, recently about Musk and like how his psychology works and the way his psychology works is he doesn't see, he doesn't see embarrassment. He doesn't see no. it. He actually doesn't see it. He actually is like, oh my God, look at this. These numbers are lining up and something fascinating is going to happen well, three months from now because of that, right? And because the other 99.95% of the world perceives shame pretty fundamentally, they look at Musk and they go, how can you survive another minute 
being who you are. And he's like, you mean being the greatest guy in the world? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who wants to fail at in front of their family, in front of their partner, in front of their community, Yeah, in front of their colleagues? Nobody does. That's why people are very hesitant no, and very careful, right? No fear of getting caught. I, that's right. And the ones that really skyrocket are the ones that actually, when the doubters show up, and the people who like whether grounded in envy or just resentment or hatred or whatever it is, it fuels them. They're very motivated. When people see there are certain, there's a certain strain of person of personality that is that it feeds them when other people seem to want them to fail. You know who else had no shame and who did this very subtly? Obama. Obama was not. He was like, I'm the smartest guy in the room. Smartest guy. Oh yeah. He he yeah. I mean, it was true. It was true. It was. <laughs> but true. still, like. Yeah. He was just like, yeah, that's really interesting. Okay, thank you. Good feedback. See you later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, success is measured a lot of different ways. It, through one particular lens, Trump was incredibly successful. He became president. Yeah. He passed a bunch of laws. He's a billionaire. He's a billionaire. He put Supreme Baby. Court justices in the White House. So he got to what, where he wanted. Now, you could say, well, that guy's shameless. I mean, he's shameless. It's true. He is shameless. Well, the, th- the thing with him is he also just shows signs of living in a delusional nightmare world. He's not well. Yeah, whereas like someone like yeah. Obama is pretty shameless, but also like capable of human relationships, yes. love and and interacting with the world as if other people do exist. It, it is it is a hard thing to be. It is a hard thing to be. You're you're going to do better in business if you have less shame. But I'm going to tell you, you will fa- you will fire the problem employee more quickly if you have less shame. That's right. You will make decisions more decisively, right? That's but, just ridiculous. No, but but but, yeah. but I'm going to tell you, like here we are. We're about to, you know, we're not far from launching our startup in the world. And people are already as they're, they're coming in, they're having opinions, we're getting emails, and people are going to tell us we suck or it's irrelevant or all that stuff. For right? sure. I but. What happens to me? The the way for me to succeed as the storyteller and. You know, I, I have a lot of, I have a lot of this product is coming out of my head and your head. And like, I'm very connected to it. The way for me to succeed, once this thing goes live, I'm just going to love it. Just going to love it. Yeah. And, and people are going to be like, well, blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to go like, okay, maybe not for you, but I love it. I'm already starting to tell that story. People are sending us like, absolutely. Hey, and you can see it. You can see in the emails I'm sending. Yeah. I don't get there easily and I don't get there lightly because once I'm there, it's really painful. It's like to a relationship. It is. And yeah, I, you're taking the leap. And I'm going to have no shame about saying, I think we've built something really good and special that yeah. other people should use. Look, let's close it with some advice. Not everything works out. Having no shame, being a little brash, believing in the thing you're doing, going forward, and then it not work. Sometimes things don't work out. I've had things, I've had success. I've also had failures. I've pissed away a lot of money yeah. on ideas. And look, when early you, in my career, we had no business doing it. Like I didn't have a house yet and I had no business doing it. And when you do this, people on the other side will say, well, you didn't dot your I's and cross your T's. And I think these are the problems you've caused. And you know what? I just don't like you anyway. Oh, the advice shows up real oh fast on the other God. side of failure. Like people are going to, I know what happens when I go out in the world and start talking about how much I love this thing. People are going to go, you sell out asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all of it, all, all of it, it, all sorts of flavors, right? If it doesn't work, and it may not work, and we may fail, and you may fail, and others others fail all the time. Like 70% of restaurants close in New York City within like nine months or some yeah, ridiculous n- statistic. N- 90% should close, but go ahead. <laughs> the healthiest thing you can do is tell one more story on the other side of that, and then just keep going. Yeah. That's it. 
That's it. Well, protect yourself. Don't 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 mortgage your house. You know, protect for, yourself. Yeah. I've had friends and colleagues who really took it hard when something didn't come through. Took it too hard, just too hard. No, but I am taking my best swing here, and if it doesn't connect, that's life. And you'll tell a story then. Yeah. And you'll tell a story then about what you learned and what maybe you could have done better. Anyone like the haters are gonna hate. I'll man. tell you what, too, man. Nobody ever punishes you for believing too hard in your thing. No, absolutely. Everybody, people get it. So that's that's. I'm telling you, Rich. This went in a slightly different direction, but you know, this is real. You want to succeed? Turn the shame off. Get going. Get um, going. And when you're out there being shameless about your thing, then shut the f up and listen for a minute too. Like, don't just. That's where you. That's where the shameless ruin themselves. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. Listen. I mean, it's good to to buy into the religion, but you have to listen. Well, people want to see you believe. They do. They do. That's true. And then they want to tell you what they need. By the way, what startup are you talking about? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. It's called a board. It's a board.com. And uh, it is under rapid development and about to get out into the world. It is getting to a very stable, safe place. I'm going to tell you two things. I'm going to tell you what we say it's for, and then I'm going to tell you how I think of it. It is a place to collect, organize, and uh, information and collaborate on that information. Okay. It's, it's it's great that way. It turns data and ideas and links into cards and you can move them around. It's very visual. Like it's, it's any place you might use a Google spreadsheet to organize a little data. We can make that into something that just feels like wonderful software at, almost with the snap of a finger. So That's it's one of those. Very cool. Just a great thing. Okay. Nothing quite like it. Uh, for me, it is a way to express ideas in software more rapidly than coding. It is. And I don't want to say it's low code. I'm just mm. saying like, if I have an idea about how I want to see the world mm-hmm. using software, I can get there in a board in like five seconds and it feels really good. Sometimes it's about editorial. Sometimes it's about organizing a process. Sometimes it's more like an application and we're just kind of, it's the most powerful platform I've ever been involved in. I hope you're going to be sharing examples in the future. We're going to share so many examples. We're going to be making videos. Shamelessly. I am getting, we are getting the screen, the good screen recording software. Unless you have an, it it turns the cursor into a little dancing ice cream cone. It's so great, man. (laughs) Dripping ice cream. I am going to be, look, if you're going to live something, you got to believe it and love it. I'm going to make good content and I'm going to tell a lot of good stories. That sounds amazing. Can't wait to get out there, my friend. Put your shame aside. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Uh, it's at aboard.com. Sign up and we're going to be waving everybody in real soon. All right. Uh, and check us out at Ziadi Ford on Twitter or X or whatever the hell it's called this week. We love you. Check out ZiadiFord.com. Give us five stars. Give us, just be honest. Just tell us what you think. No shame. And we'll talk to you soon. Have a good week. Bye.